0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Your father Abraham saw my day and was glad. Jesus said to the Jews, I tell you most solemnly, Whoever keeps my word will never see death. The Jews said, Now we know for certain that you are possessed. Abraham is dead, and the prophets are dead, and yet you say, Whoever keeps my word will never know the taste of death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who is dead? The prophets are dead too. Who are you claiming to be? Jesus answered, If I were to seek my own glory, that would be no glory at all. My glory is conferred by the Father, by the one of whom you say he is our God, although you do not know him. But I know him. And if I were to say I do not know him, I should be a liar, as you are liars yourselves. But I do know him, and I faithfully keep his word. Your father Abraham rejoiced to think that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. The Jews then said, You are not fifty yet, and you have seen Abraham? Jesus replied, I tell you, most solemnly, before Abraham ever was, I am. At this they picked up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and left the temple. The Gospel of the Lord. Before the liturgical reform of 1969, Today's passage would be read on what is now known as the fifth Sunday of Lent, but then it was known as the first Sunday of Passion Tide, a season within the larger season of Lent. It is from the ending of this gospel passage that we find a scriptural basis for the veiling of the crosses and images which has taken place in this church and elsewhere. Our Lord has literally hidden himself and will only reveal himself on a cross on Good Friday. Why would our Lord need to hide himself? Why would his audience pick up stones in preparation to stone him? Our Lord declares at the end of this conversation, I am. This seems like a harmless pronoun. But why would it have incensed the crowd to become a bloodthirsty mob wanting to kill him by throwing stones at him? Well, I am is a secret name revealed by God to Moses in the book of Exodus. Our Lord was declaring in terms that are crystal clear to them that he is God. And if this was not true, then Jesus had committed the greatest offence against the commandments, which is blasphemy, a sin and a crime punishable by stoning. But if he is truly God, then those who keep his word will never know the taste of death, for only God can raise the dead to new life. As his enemies prepared to kill him, the gospel tells us that the Lord hid himself. He did so not out of fear. If it was fear that made him hide, he would not put himself in harm's way by returning to Jerusalem on the eve of the Passover, where his enemies were lurking to kill him. The reason why he evaded death at this moment was because he would not be killed but rather he would freely lay down his life for the salvation of sinners at the divinely appointed place and time. The place is Calvary. The time is that hour to which the Gospel of St. John repeatedly refers, the hour of his being lifted up, at the hour of mercy. He would freely offer his life on the altar of the cross for the forgiveness of sinful humanity. No sooner and no later. The hiding of Jesus connects in a powerful way to Holy Week, as we draw quickly towards the climax of the crucifixion. Our Lord has been hidden from those who rejected Him. In the same way, now from the fifth Sunday of Lent, the Church covers the images and crucifixes and hides them from our gaze. For many of us, the hiding of Jesus began with the suspension of public masses and the closure of our churches for the past two years. Jesus was hidden from our sight, but now that our churches have been reopened and masses are celebrated publicly once again, we continue to witness an unprecedented phenomena. It is not our Lord who hides from us, but many have chosen to hide from him, choosing to stay home rather than to return to physical worship. The season represents poignantly our own weaknesses and sinfulness before God, and reminds us of how we continually reject him even when the sacraments are now easily available to us and the doors of our churches are open. Many no longer bemoan his absence because the heart has grown cold instead of fonder during this long separation. It is, in fact, not God who has veiled himself, but we who have veiled him. We have rejected him and hidden him away, Because when we gaze upon him, we are convicted of our sins. Soon on Good Friday, we will again see him again. The veil will be lifted from our crucifixes, enabling us to gaze fondly and lovingly once again upon him who hangs upon the cross. For here is the one who has died with all the sin and weaknesses of the world upon himself and tore the veil of the temple in two. The barrier which separated us from God is no longer impenetrable. Jesus' death has made a doorway for us, and we can walk through it if we are truly repented. And we are assured that if we see him as he dies, we know that we will see him again when he rises in glory. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.